Welcome to the Southside Community Church Podcast with Pastor Mark Kahn. We are located at 1815 South Peace Street in Elwood, Indiana. Visit us on Facebook. The link will be in the description below. Have a great day. the biggest thing that has affected the nation and the world has been the COVID. You know, our lives has changed so much with that. I was thinking this morning that uh, every Thursday I take my mom to McDonald's. We go out there and go inside and eat because that's what she likes to do. And that's what her and dad did every Wednesday. She liked to go out, sit down in the dining area and eat and watch people. And that's been taken away. You can't do it. You can't go in and sit down. And there's a lot of other restaurants you can't go in and sit down or carry out. Schools, like Courtney was saying, that's been a big, big effect. But there's been so many things with the COVID that's changed our lives a lot. We don't have the freedom like we used to have. But as of December the 26th, there's been 18 million, this is the United States only, there's been 18,730,806 cases of COVID. There's been 329,592 deaths related to COVID. The murder rate has been up 42%. Think about that. 42%. That's almost half. And I didn't get into the suicides and all that that's happened with COVID and with people losing their jobs and depression and the drug use. All this is up really high in the percentage. I can't help but think about abortion. But I pulled these statistics up today. I want you to think, this is a U.S. only. From 1973 to 2018, we're lacking two years here, there has been 61.8 million abortions performed in the United States Think of that. Can you the number? 61.8 million. 168 abortions per 1,000 live births. Abortions per day in America. 2,362. <clears throat> abortions per hour is 98. One abortion every 96 seconds here in America. You know, this COVID has really affected us. It's affected families. It's affected everybody. affected our lifestyle. But we focus on the things that we see. There's so much going on behind the scenes, just like I just read, that's pitiful. It's going to take this nation out. The hedges are pulled down, and the enemy has come in. I want to preach on that. God help me, and I find the message. I want to preach about the hedges that's been torn down around this nation. 
and the enemy has come in. Then I thought about this, people. I'm going to get to the scripture, but this build is building up to it. <clears throat> the number one thing that has happened in this nation in 2020 that has never happened in the history of our nation <clears throat> is this election that we had for the presidential election was stolen and taken away from the American people. Now you listen to me and you don't have to believe me if you don't want to. I don't care. It don't matter. There's too much proof and there's too much evidence to know that it's not. Right. Huh? Now Don was in the uh, uh, Navy and he served his country and, and, and put his life on the line so you and I could vote who we wanted to be president of the United States. Huh? Men have fallen and died, huh? And our independence, I know I preached on this, and our independence, huh? Uh, people laid down their lives. They sacrificed their families for freedom in this country. Now listen to me. Everybody that's got any brains or can see anything know that this election was stolen. Huh? No judge, no poli no, none of the judges across the land or the Supreme Courts wants to take a hold of this. They're afraid to. They're afraid to. They know it's wrong. Huh? But they're afraid to get involved. Why are they afraid? Huh? They're afraid of their families. They'll threaten their families. Huh? They're afraid, huh, to take it on. Huh? And our spineless Supreme Court, they know it's wrong. They know it was stolen. Huh? They know it was that that it's it's a false election. Huh? And those electoral college voters of the electoral college put Biden in president as president. And it's fake and it's not real. I like to say a lot of other things, but I better not. What I'm telling you is this morning, here's the thing. Nobody says nothing. And the country as a whole, listen to me. The country as a whole, huh, just keeps going on and don't even think nothing about it. Huh? That your freedoms and that your liberty are getting taken away. Huh? Blinded! Huh? And not standing up. I tell you, this is serious stuff. You don't think we're going to go downhill? <clears throat> And I thought about it. Is it going to get any better? Or is it going to get worse? Where are we headed? Is COVID-19 a judgment upon the world by God? I'm no prophet. I don't know. Huh? But it's sure a wake-up call, isn't it? Huh? Our lives has been changed, people. We don't have the freedoms that we used to have because of this disease. You used to be able to go anywhere you wanted to, do anything you wanted to do, huh? Be with your family, be with a group of people, huh? I got to thinking about all these things, and I'll tell you what. I'm glad that I'm saved. Yes. I'm glad that I'm a Christian right. today. Huh? I can't predict to you what lies ahead. Huh? But I'm glad I know where I'm going. Right. And who I am today. Huh? Let me tell you something this morning. Listen. This is my own opinion. God is judging this nation. Huh? We are no different than Israel was. Huh? See, our families were up. Are upon God. We established this nation and we're in judgment. I believe it. Think about that. What I just read, just, just a little bit of statistics. Amen. But I'm thankful this morning. And I come across these scriptures 
And I tell you, they stirred my heart this morning. If you have your Bibles and want to follow along with me, I want to go over here to Colossians chapter 2. And I want to start there with the 10th verse. And these verses here are for you and I. Everyone that's saved and born again of the Spirit, this is you and me this morning. And it said here, and ye are complete in him, which is the head of all principalities and power, in whom also ye are circumcised, listen to this, with the circumcision made without hands, in putting off the body of sins of the flesh, by the circumcision of Christ, buried with him in baptism, wherein also ye are risen with him through the faith, listen to this, of the operation of God, who has raised him from the dead. And you being dead in your sins, and, and the uncircumcision of your flesh, had he quickened, that means made alive, together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses, blotting out the handwriting of the ordinance that was against us, which was contrary to us, and has took it out of the way, nailing it to his cross. <laughs> Woo! Now go over here to three, chapter 3. And here you are, people. <clears throat> Here's for our new year. We'll face it. What will be? If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affections on things above, not on things of the earth. Amen. For ye are dead, amen, to sin. It don't say that, but it's in my Bible here. I wrote that in. And your life, hallelujah, is hidden, hid with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. Amen. Our dear Heavenly Father, we're so thankful, Lord, this morning for the redeeming power of Jesus Christ, thy blessed Son. We're so thankful, Lord, for the sinless blood that was shed for our sins today. We pray, God, for your help here for just a few minutes, Lord, as we look into thy word. May God, you have your way, Lord, and move upon us today, God, as we leave this church this morning. I'll tell you, we'll have new life, God, from heaven. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Think of this, huh? <clears throat> when Christ, <clears throat> that's not the one I wanted, right here. For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Jesus, with Christ in God. Hallelujah. I'm thankful for that this morning. Amen. I'm so glad uh, uh, that something has taken place in our hearts today and in our lives. Amen. I thought about this. Uh, the child of Bethlehem that we preached last week on, huh? on the Christmas uh, message, huh? the Christ of Bethlehem. I tell you, like I said, it's the whole Bible. Huh? Everything points to Christ. Huh? He's the restorer of men that are lost and in sin and yes. headed to hell. Yes, he is. Huh? We're only going two places, church. You're either saved and you're going to heaven, or you're lost and you're going to hell. And I know there's a lot of preaching that they're, that they're not preaching that today. Because it's not popular. Yes. Huh? People don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear where they're at. And in their lost state. Huh? How did it go? To get to heaven. 
You're born twice and you die once. Huh? If you go to hell, you're born once and you die twice. You die a physical death and then you die the death of separation from God for all of eternity. Huh? So when we look at this, when we look what God has saved us from, huh? I tell you, it ought to stir our hearts. Yeah. Huh? And I tell you, it ought, to, it ought to show us something, the privileges that we have in Jesus Christ. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. I want to tell you something. I read these scriptures the other day, and God blessed huh? and shouted around the house. Huh? Because I tell you, I realized when I read it, I was part of it. Amen. Hallelujah. Think about that this morning. Huh? Here's what it said. Huh? Amen. It said, For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead. And I'm sorry. And ye are complete in him, which is the head of all principalities and powers. Huh? Listen, my friend. The Christ of Calvary huh, is at the right hand of God. Making intercessions for me and you. Yes, sir. Huh? And this privilege that we have this morning, huh? That Christ is in control of everything. God has given him that position to be there. Why is that? Because he went to the old rugged cross and shed his blood for us. Huh? And that sinless Christ. That sinless blood, my friend, was the sacrifice huh, to bring us into the family of God. Amen. Huh? Right. Amen. We're part of this. Huh? Praise God, we're part of it. Amen. Right. Amen. And here it is. Here's this miracle that takes place. In whom also ye were circumcised. Now listen to this. Ye were circumcised with the circumcision not made with hands, but the putting off of the body of sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ. Amen. Amen. Listen, I want to read you something here. Circumcision, the definition of it, is the cutting off or removal. The law required the circumcision of the flesh, that's the laws, and the gospel of Christ required the circumcision of the heart. In Romans 4, circumcision is a symbol and a sign and a seal of righteousness. A righteousness is that comes by faith. Huh? Abraham had already had faith in God. The circumcision was a seal of his faith and the covenant he had between God. Abraham was the father of faith. Therefore, his descendants were a nation of God's people, which Christ would come from. And when Christ came, it was for all mankind. And there was, not, uh, there was no circumcision of the flesh, but a circumcision of the heart. There is no spiritual benefit for being circumcised. It, is, it was merely a symbol that the covenant relationship between Abraham and his descendants was what God had set up back then in Romans 3 and 1. Huh? So I want to tell you something. Huh? Praise God what I just read. Huh? The circumcision of the Old Testament in Abraham. Huh? It was the faith that Abraham had in God. Huh? I tell you, God told Abraham to go into a land huh, that I'll show you afterwards. Abraham had said he didn't even know where he was going. He had no idea. But by faith, he turned to 180 <laughs> and headed to the land huh, that God told him to go to. And through that covenant, through that agreement and through that faith, huh? 
comes circumcision. Every male child was circumcised, huh? In the family of Abraham and all his descendants because they were children of God. That was a symbol and a sign. Huh? Every male child was circumcised. <laughs> I want to tell you something. Christ, huh? He went to the old rugged cross, huh? And shed his blood. That was the circumcision of Christ. <laughs> huh? That he circumcised, the circumcision of Christ was the cross and his death. Huh? That made you and me children of God. Huh? I want to tell you something, not with man's hands, huh? but by Christ's sacrifice. Yes. Huh? We become children of God. Right. And if children, then heirs of God. Amen. Amen. Praise God. You are made, huh? huh? With the circumcision not made by hand, huh? But of Christ. That's what the scripture says right there. Huh? And then it said here, and you're buried with him in baptism, wherein also you are risen with him, huh? Through the faith of the operation of God who has raised him from the dead. morning. Huh? I want to tell you, every saved person has had a heart operation. Not the physical one in your chest, but your soul this morning. Huh? I want to tell you something. Huh? God came in when you believed in him and done a work in your soul. Yes, sir. Huh? That's the operation of God this morning. It's hard to explain, huh? But I want to tell you, done it through Christ. Huh? His son. Amen. The death of his son. Jesus said it's finished. Huh? On the cross, he said it's finished. Amen. Praise God. Ever. Huh? Let's black up here. He said here, buried with him, huh? wherein also ye are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God. Huh? This is not water baptism, but a spiritual baptism where the old man is dead and the new man comes to life. It's the operation of God through the power of the Holy Spirit and, and <clears throat> the Holy Spirit and where man is born again. And he is in an intimate relationship with Christ. Huh? Risen means being raised out of the unconverted lifestyle of sinful habits, sinful values, sinful ways to walk in newness of life. Putting off the body of sin. Amen. That's what this is talking about here this morning. Huh? We, my friend, huh? There's a spiritual baptism that takes place in the heart of every believer. Huh? This is how we become saved. Now, Paul was saying this because there was Jews uh, in this church, in these churches, and there was Gentiles also. But there was some false doctrine being preached and being taught. Ain't that something how that is? Huh? Wherever God's working, the devil's working too. Huh? He wants to destroy this thing. He's, wants, he's in it too to destroy it. The Bible said that he was a roaring lion going to and fro, seeking who he can devour and tear up. Huh? He's tore up a lot of lives, a lot of families. Amen. But anyway, huh, they was teaching the old Jewish ways, huh, teaching the old uh, testament, huh, the followers of Moses and all that, the customs. Huh. But Paul was wanting them to get down to the heart of what this thing is all about. Huh. He wanted to get down to show them. Huh. 
when they heard Paul preach and they heard about the gospel, like I said, huh, God was all over Paul. Wherever Paul went, the Holy Spirit was powerful upon him. And he preached huh, the gospel of Christ and the people that sat in the pews, whether they were in the pews or not, they heard it. They heard the truth. Huh? And the power of the Holy Spirit got a hold of their hearts. Huh? They heard this. Huh? I tell you, they believed. They believed. If they had an altar like this, they came forward and they knelt and they confessed their sins and give their life to God. Huh? Amen? And Paul said, now listen, here's what's happened to you, huh? <laughs> here's what's happening to you, huh? When Christ died, huh? When Christ died, you died too, huh? Your old sinful life, your old ways of life, huh? Your old habits, who you was, and the person you was, you died with Christ. Huh? You're dead now. Do you understand this this morning? You're dead to the old man and the old sinful nature. You're dead. Huh? But when you rose up huh, and you come up from the altar or wherever you were, you rose up a new creature in Christ Amen. Jesus. Huh? You see that this morning? That's what he was telling. Huh? You're dead to sin and you're dead to the old lifestyle. But you're risen now with Christ. And because Christ rose from the dead and had new life, you can have life. Yes, sir. Amen. That's not only the only benefit of it. Huh? You're in the you're in the family of God. Huh? And you have eternal life through him. Amen. Praise God. Uh, and you can, and I suggest to you people, when you go home, read these scriptures again. Go over in Romans 6 and read those first, I think it's, you can read the whole thing, first 11 or 12 verses. It lines right up with this. Amen. Praise God. And you being dead in your sins, huh? You were dead in your sins for you met Christ and you were uncircumcised in your heart, huh? in your flesh. But he has quickened together, huh? He hath quickened together with him, having forgiven, forgiven you all trespasses, blotting out the, hand, the handwriting of ordinance that was against us, which were contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to his cross. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Let me take a look here. God, like I said, God gave the Colossians a new spiritual life. The law required the circumcision of the flesh, but the gospel requires the circumcision of the heart. Amen. Christ, by his death, listen, has taken away the ceremonial law. He has taken away the animal sacrifices and the ordinance that was set up by Moses, which was a figure of the coming of Christ, where he blotted out all the of Christ, where he blotted out by his cross. The Jewish customs were no longer needed. Paul was bringing this up, but I see also our own personal sins and sinfulness lifestyle. We, uh, we live before we believe. God has cast our sins as far as the east is from the west in the sea of forgiveness. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. I seen that, you know, and I thought about that. Huh? How he has blotted out our past. <laughs> he has blotted out our sins and our uniquities. Huh? I, I, when uh, Terry uh, made the comment this morning about her life, 
what she was before, before she met Christ, I can relate to that. I know what it's like, huh, to be there. Huh? I know what it's like to live in sin, huh? I want to tell you something. I've tasted it. I'm walking. I know what it's like, huh? But thank God, huh? It's been blotted out. And the record is clean today. It's wiped out, my friend. I remember just in vividly, huh? As a young man, I was back there in that class right there, huh? And Bob Bickle was the Sunday school teacher, huh? And he was, I can't even remember what the subject was. I was just a young teenage boy now paying no attention. You know what I mean? I had my mind. I was ready to play some sports on Sunday, huh? Couldn't wait to get out of church, go play football out there in the yard, uh, or basketball, baseball, whatever it was. And he was in there, I know I should say this, but he was rambling off, you know. And I tell you what, he come across this, huh? He said, now here's your life. Here's your life. Huh? God's keeping track. He had all this writing on this paper. He held it up. There was a bunch of writing from the top all the way down the bottom. And he said, here's your sins. God knows every one of them. Huh? He knows what you've done. He's keeping track. Huh? But when you accept him as your personal Savior, he flipped that paper around, and there was nothing on it. It was blank. Right. <laughs> Praise God! was settled long ago. Amen. That's a songwriter said. Amen. All the Old Testament sacrifices, all the Old Testament, now I know the Jews are still, they don't sacrifice anymore that I know of, but they still follow all the old Jewish laws, ways, and customs. But I tell you what, Christ abolished all them. Huh? Took them all out of the way. Huh? And brought forth Christianity that you and I have today. Right. Amen. Amen. The greatest, the greatest religion to me, to the world. But I'll tell you what, it's not only about religion. It's our religion. That's what our belief is. But it's salvation. Huh? It's salvation. Only in Christ. You're not going to find salvation in any other religion in the world. Right. There's thousands, listen to me, huh? we just know some of the main names of them, but there's thousands and thousands of religions around the world today. Huh? But there's only one that saves. Huh? And that's the one you and I found, church. Yeah. Think about that for just a minute. Stop and think about that. Huh? We found the right way. We found the Christ. Huh? I forget who said that in the Bible. Huh? One of them guys, it was a, might have been one of Jesus' disciples. Huh? I can't, I'm like I said, I'm not no Bible scholar. I can't remember very many verses. But he ran up to somebody and he said, I found, he said, I found the Christ, the Son of the living God. I know it's him. I'm glad we found him. Amen. I'm glad we found him, huh? I tell you what, he's going to get us through. Huh? He's going to get us through whatever happens in this life. Huh? We don't know what's going to happen to us. Think about John, you know, he's got the cancer. I think about my mom in the state she's in right now, worried about her. Hopefully she'll come out of it. I think she will, she believes she will, but I don't know for sure. I don't know for sure. Huh? But I tell you what I do know for sure Heaven's waiting us right. at the end of this life. Huh? Just as sure as ever. Huh? I know I should be troubled more than what I am. But I can't help but think about the promises huh? and the things that lie ahead for us. Amen. I hate to see any of my family and loved ones go. I hate to see anybody go. Huh? But I know where we're going. I know where we're heading. Amen. If you be dead, if ye then be risen with Christ, huh, seek those things.
<laughs> that are above. Huh? Seek those things that are above. Huh? Where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Amen? Praise God. Now we are risen with Christ. Huh? Paul was saying, now listen, you're saved now. You're a new creature. You're a new person in Christ. Huh? God has saved you through the power of the Holy Spirit. And, and because of your faith, you had to have faith to believe in Him. And you did. And now you're risen with Christ. Huh? Now your life is hid in Him. And Christ is in heaven at the right hand of the Father. Take on these things, man. I know I'm probably missing a lot of things here this morning. Praise God. Huh. Sit here. Let's take a look here. Amen. If you are saved, if you're born again, walking in newness of life, and have been risen from the dead, uh, the dead of the old man, who you once was, then seek out those things that pertain to a spiritual life and to eternal life. Those things that come from above, where Jesus is at the right hand of God right now. Think of that. There is no, there is no spiritual life in this world. The world is in darkness and full of sin. Spiritual life is from heaven. <clears throat> and it comes down from the Father of lights. Huh? The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. <laughs> Seek those things, my friend. Amen. I'm telling you something this morning. I wish I could explain it and preach it to you a little bit better. Huh? In my own life, I pray to God. I can't even remember what I think it was. I believe it was Christmas Day. Yeah, it was Christmas. I told God, I said, take away everything in my heart and in my life that's sinful. Take away those thoughts, God, huh, that are not right. And when I'm tested and when I'm tried, huh, may I cast my cares huh, and my thoughts upon you. Huh? Listen, listen, God, I tell you what, I want you to sanctify me. Huh? I want you to set me apart. You called me for a purpose and a reason. And that's what I want to do, God. Nothing in this life matters. And I want to tell you something. Huh? I was full of the Spirit. I ate this scripture. Listen, I know this sounds weird. But I read this scripture at home. Huh? And it was just like food. It was like I was eating the Word of God. Huh? Huh? And it was feeding my soul. I laid my heart down to God. Do whatever you want with me. Huh? If you called me to preach, I want to preach the truth. Huh? With the Holy Spirit sitting down from heaven. I want to give the people the word of God to the best of my knowledge and what you give me, God. I want to tell you something, my friend. Huh? There's something in this Christian life huh? that we've got to soak it up. Huh? And look at those things that are above. Huh? Those holy and righteous things that we need in our lives. Huh? Praise God. They're going to help us. What does this next verse say here? Huh? It said here, listen. It said, uh, it says, set your affection on the things above, not on things of the earth. What does affections mean? That's in your mind. Huh? That's how you think. Huh? Everything that runs through your mind. You, it's, it's unbelievable, the mind. Huh? All the thoughts that we have during the day. All the things we think about, huh? The mind never stops. Even when we're asleep, it's still thinking. Only we're not aware of it. But there's so many things that go through our head. Huh? But think on those things that are spiritual. 
Think of those things that are godly. Huh? Think about the prize that lies ahead for you and I this morning. Huh? Praise God. Heaven awaits us. And how many times my mom told me just here recently she wished the Lord would take her away. Take her on up to heaven. Because the condition that she's in she don't want to be there. She don't have no say so in the matter. This is all about God's timing. Huh? Right. This is all about God, huh? The only thing she has to do is set her mind on the things of above. Huh? Where Christ sitteth at the right hand of the Father. Amen. I can't tell you what heaven's like. I have no idea. I can tell you the people that are there. <laughs> I can give you the names of people that are there. I know that beyond a shadow of a doubt. Huh? But I tell you what, they're up there in the bliss with Christ. Amen. You hear the stories, you hear the, read the poems, you read the things. I tell you, encourage us. Huh? If we think about it and, and believe those things that are written, uh, in the poems and in in the words and what people think of heaven, huh? And I tell you what. In this world, everything in this life is temporal, and it's going to pass away. It's going to be gone. You see, and, and I'm guilty. I'm probably the number one guilty of everything. We get so caught up. In our own little world. We get so caught up in our own lives. Huh? And God knows we're busy. He knows we got a lot of things going on. But but my myself, I just get so caught up in stuff, huh? That it pushes those spiritual things that are from above out of the way. Huh? I see what Paul's saying now. Huh? We gotta live. We got to survive. We got to take care of ourselves in this life. God knows that. Huh? Thank God He's provided our needs. Huh? He's given us jobs. Huh? He's given us homes. He's given us everything we need food, uh, clothing, all that He's provided for us. Huh? But it's easy to get caught up in ourselves and what's happening around in our environment. Huh? Around in our own little world, it's easy to be caught up and push the heavenly things behind us. But I want to tell you something. If you want to get through the <laughs> following year and whatever lies ahead, think on the heavenly things, on the spiritual things. Because why? Huh? Why should I think of that, preacher? Why should I look at, think about heavenly things? And spiritual things, huh? Because that's where you're going to go one of these days. Huh? I know it's kind of hard to understand because there's so much happening and so much going on, huh? And there's so much taking place. But if we focus upon the things that are above, huh? It'll help us. It'll strengthen us. Amen. Huh? <clears throat> My mom puts her heart. She said, Mark, I don't want much. She said, all I want to do, huh? I, she said, I'm thankful for my house. Huh? I'm thankful that I have food. And she said, I'm thankful for that. And all I want to do is go to church <laughs> and come home. I said, I know. That's the only thing that matters. <laughs> Everything else, huh? Are perishing and going away. Amen. God is so good to us. He's done so much for us. Amen. In heaven, there's a scripture here in 10. <clears throat> Verse 10, it says, And having put on the new man, which is renewed in the knowledge after the image of him that created him. 
I tell you, God has given us a new life. He's given us a new image. Huh? He's given us a new everything. Huh? And it's created after him. Amen. The first Adam messed everything up. But the second Adam restored everything. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. He created all things right. Praise God. I thought about this, wrote this down. If we forget where we came from and what happened to us, we will forget who we are and what lies ahead for us. That is so true. If, I'm, I'm done. I, I, I just want to say this. There's been so many people that were Christians that come to church faithfully and attended the house of God and worshiped God. Huh. But the cares of life and things and the circumstances of life has crept in and stole their joy. Stole who they were. Stole that spiritual relationship that they had with Christ. Huh. And they forgot who they was. They forgot where they came from. And they forgot where they were headed. Amen. I'll throw this little, it's not really a joke, but I'll throw it in there. It won't cost you any more. You don't have to add this to, your, to my salary, any. <clears throat> but I tell you, I got up this morning. I fished chili last night. And I put it in the crock pot. And I used to fix chili all the time when the girls were at home. Uh, I even fixed it in the summer because they wanted it. They liked it. My mom, oh, that's absolutely off, off limits. No chili in the summer. She's from the old school. That's the way she is. Right. And you know a little bit about that. But anyway, I tell you, I... Uh, the girls was around the house, and, and uh, on a Saturday night, I'd get that stuff out, and I'd start frying the hamburger, uh, cutting the onion up, getting everything ready, putting it in that crock pot. And that's what we had Sunday after church. That grilled cheese, peanut butter sandwiches, whatever they wanted. Now, I lost my sense of taste and smell with this coat. Like I said, there's just a few things that I can smell a little bit. But I woke up this morning, walked in through the kitchen. I could smell the chili just a little bit. I could smell it just a little bit. And it reminded me of the days when my girls were at home. I miss those days. Hey, man, I tell you, it was great. It was a great thing. The life goes on and life changes. I tell you, I thought about that chili, how good it was going to taste. Uh, even though I can't taste anything, but I remember how good it used to taste. Huh? And I thought about that. And then I thought about heaven. Amen. How good it's going to be to get over there. To get in that heavenly place, huh? And smell the aroma of God. Right. Amen. Amen. Smell, huh? The flowers and the trees and whatever God has prepared for us in that heavenly home, we're going to be able to smell it, huh? <laughs> I tell you, it's going to be pleasing and refreshing. And I'll tell you another thing, church, my friend, we're going to eat of the tree of life. Huh. Praise God forever. Huh. There'll be fruits there on trees. Huh. Like I said, I don't know much about it. But we'll eat of the fruit of God in heaven. Huh. Think on these things. Put your affection and your mind on things above. And when the world is falling apart like it is today, huh, 
like our nation is falling apart, huh? Just remember this: God's heaven still awaits us, huh? And I tell you, it's it's a treasure that we treasure up, huh? In heaven, that'll fade not away. The things we do for God will last for eternity. Just remember that, huh? Jesus said one thing, and he was that I, I'll mention to him. He said a lot of things, but he said this. He said, where your heart is, there will your treasures be also. Huh? In other words, what you love and what you care for and what, what matters most in your life more than anything else will be your treasure. Let's let Christ be our treasure in this new year coming. Amen. And let's open the treasure chest <laughs> and pull out those things, my friend, that'll help us, that'll strengthen us, and draw us closer to God. Amen. I'll tell you, my grandkids, I got a, a, a toy box upstairs. Actually, it's not a toy box, it's just a tote. It's one of the great big ones, huh? They go upstairs, that's the first thing they'll do. They'll rip the lid off, and they'll start pulling them toys out. And they'll put them, throw them over there, and they'll get some more out, you know. And they'll start playing with them for a while, huh? And then they'll go back to the toy box and get some more. Before you know it, they got trucks and everything going down the stairway, huh? You got to watch where you're walking. <laughs> I tell you, that's what I want to be like, huh? When I get into heaven, just open that treasure box up, huh? And take in all the things of God. Amen. Hallelujah. This is the best life, church. Huh? This is the best life. Huh? Let's live it to the fullest. Let's not let those things get us down. We're in a race. Huh? We're in a race this morning. Huh? And I know we don't want anything to hinder us. Paul talked about the race. But Christ isn't at the end of the line. <laughs> He's at the end of the finish line waiting for you and me to cross it. Huh? Come on in, thy good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. Amen. Enter into the joys of life. I want to tell you something. That's the best thing could ever, that Christ could ever say about anybody. Amen. Hallelujah. We got treasures today awaiting us. Christ purchased them for us. Amen. Hallelujah. Think on these things. What's, what was the other stock said? I just go blank. <clears throat> for we look for the things that we see are temporal. But the things that are not seen are eternal. Let's look to the eternal things.